My name is Greg Gatto, and I have been a parishioner at St. Elizabeth since I moved to this area 16 years ago. I've been married to my loving wife, Megan, for over 20 years, and I'm the proud father of two amazing boys, uh, Timothy, 17, who graduated from St. Elizabeth and is now a high school junior at Westtown School, and Mark, 13, who is currently an eighth grader here. As a matter of fact, if you attend the, attend the 11.30 Mass on Sunday, there's an excellent chance you'll see Mark as an altar server. I was born in Brooklyn, New York, and raised in central New Jersey for most of my childhood. I'm a cradle Catholic. I spent 13 years in Catholic school, was an altar server myself, and was active in our parish's youth group, and even considered the priestly vocation for a short time while I was in high school. But before I continue, though, I want to offer you including Father Mullen, an apology. I'm probably not the best person to be sharing my faith journey with you tonight. Since high school, my relationship with my faith has been a road of peaks and of devotion with many valleys of questioning. To be honest, I'm in one of those valleys right now. I alternate between faith and skepticism, belief and doubt, commitment and indifference much like a falling leaf that dances around in the autumn wind. I am often ill-tempered and distracted during the liturgy, where little things like feedback from the sound system or the use of a tambourine will shove me out of my prayerful mindset. As a personal aside, I really don't like tambourines. And yet here I am. I've been thinking a lot about the question that Colleen raised during her presentation here on Sunday night. How did you get here? And for that, I have one simple answer, Jesus Christ. He brings me here every Sunday, his real presence in the Most Holy Eucharist, and his crucified arms for all of us to see. Through all the peaks and valleys, there is one constant. I find myself here every Sunday, standing amongst you, my fellow parishioners, in wonderment that Christ is still here and still wishes to embrace me despite my constant foolish stubbornness. As St. Augustine wrote, man's heart may be hard, but it cannot resist the touch of your hand. Whenever you will, your mercy or your punishment can make it relent. And just as none can hide away from the sun, none can escape your burning heat. And St. Augustine would know. The passage I just read comes from his book, Confessions, which happens to be my favorite book of all time. When I'm in my deepest periods of doubt and despair, I will often open my well-worn copy and read an excerpt or two. You see, for many years, St. Augustine lived the life of questionable moral decisions and religious choices, much to the chagrin of his devout Christian mother, St. Monica. Imagine that kind of pressure. In Confessions, he writes eloquently but plainly about the long, rocky journey from his rebellious adolescence to Christian awakening. I won't spoil the ending. While I'm confident that many of you here tonight are more steadfast in your faith than I am, I also suspect that you have encountered similar low points where doubt and worry may have plagued you. I humbly request that during those times you stay strong, 
come back to this blessed place and bring your worries here before our Savior's outstretched arms. Because the church needs you. And when I say the church, I am not referring to the cardinals and bishops who seem to let us down more often than they make us proud. No, I'm referring to all of us and our families and friends and neighbors that make us a parish community. As a member of the Liturgical Life Committee, I occasionally get to see mass attendance numbers. And friends, they're not good. Not that our parish is unique. The church, particularly here in the United States, is struggling everywhere. We need to be shining lights in our homes and in our communities that proclaim Christ as a way of salvation, comfort, mercy, and hope. Father Mullen is a remarkable priest and pastor, but he is just one man. It is our responsibility. We can't wait for someone else to come to our rescue. I'll be honest, bearing personal responsibility for sharing my faith with others terrifies me. I mean, I've just spent the last five minutes or so telling you how I constantly struggle with my own doubt and uncertainty. So I humbly ask for your prayers that Christ will keep me steadfast and hopeful. And please be assured that I'll be praying for each and every one of you as well. Thank you. Thank you, Greg.